Life Christian Centre is a church located in the city of Adelaide. It is made up of people from different backgrounds and walks of life who have been transformed through a relationship with Jesus Christ. For more information, visit us online at www.life-church.com.au. Well, it is a pleasure to have Pastor Michael Disanike. I know some of you haven't been at conference, so let me just give you a quick uh, um, uh, some background for him. He's been in ministry for over 45 years. Uh, A lot of his ministry has been done in the nation of uh, Sri Lanka. He's been the general superintendent of uh, the Assemblies of God um, uh, for 18 years in that particular nation. He serves as the director of Southern Asia Missions and uh, has a real heart and a passion for missions. We kind of got a glimpse of that uh, over the the conference and uh, we'll probably hear a bit more about that even in the ministry. Uh, It's not a stranger to our church. He's been ministering here for, for many, many years, over a few decades now, under Pastor Elio's ministry and, and has been here quite a number of times. Uh, he's a great man of God. Uh, you can see that the Spirit of God is upon him. Um, he's a father um, of, of the faith, you know, in many ways. Um, and uh, we're so privileged uh, to have him be able to minister to us, uh, even in this conference and even this morning. So would you give him a big, big warm welcome as he comes to minister the word today? Good morning. It's good to be here today. Uh, Today is a day the Lord has made, not yesterday, not someday, not one day. A lot of people live in the dream of one day. They think life is a lottery. Life is not a lottery. Life is a decision. And this morning, I believe God is going to give you the opportunity to make decisions. Because that's what he gave us, us from the very beginning. Man was given the right to decide, even the wrong decision. God did not stop. A lot of people ask the question, why didn't God stop? He had given you the greatest gift, and that is the power of your choice, power of your will. And and, and this morning, I believe, you can choose. He sang today, me and my house, we'll choose. We make a decision. Amen. Wherever you are going to be in the next 10 years, 20 years, it's a decision that you make today. All right? If you don't make those decisions, life will decide for you. There are many victims of this life's decisions instead of their personal decision. I believe every time we come to God, to His presence, the Holy Spirit is here to help us to make decisions that determines our destiny. Hallelujah. Thank you, Pastor Joe. Thank you for the opportunity to come and share. There have been a great joy to enjoy together, to meet some old friends as well as new ones. And also the worship team have been a real blessing to us. Uh, thank you again for what God is doing here. Uh, I just want to read from Isaiah chapter 60. Isaiah chapter 60, uh, verses 1 to 3 maybe. Um, uh, it says, Arise, shine, for your light has come. And the glory of the Lord is risen upon you. See, or say, look, darkness covers the earth and thick darkness over all the people. But the Lord rises upon you and his glory shall appear you. There were two prisoners uh, watching from the prison. When I was a kid, I went to school where in front of our school was a big prison and they had about three levels and on top you could see the prisoners 
hanging on to the bars and looking at our school. Every morning I used to look at those prisoners. The story said that two prisoners were looking from the window, from the bars. One person asked the other person, what do you see? He said, I can see steel bars. I can see the bar. That's all I can see. Things that are blocking us. Things that are restricting us. And the other person asked him, what do you see? He said, I see birds. I see the skies. I see the trees. I see the sun. I wonder what are you looking at today? The same people, the same context, but they looked, they saw differently. And right now today I believe Christians have got very disappointed by what they see in the world that they live in. But this morning I am here to tell you, God says it's time to rise up and see a different picture of what God is doing around the world. God is doing here in Adelaide, in Australia. What God is doing in your family, as we sang this morning, me and my house. The generational blessing of God. Hallelujah. I want to encourage you today from this scripture. You may be thinking, seeing the darkness that's around you. In fact, in fact Isaiah saw the darkness. He saw the evil in the previous chapter. If you go back, it talks about the condition he was living in. It's very much similar to right now, where we are living right now, because, you know, times have changed, but people have not changed, right? <laughs> Human nature has not changed. But yet God has kept us. In Isaiah 59, he cries out to God and says, you know, everything is wrong. Some, everything is going wrong around me. And he says in one of the scriptures, so justice is far from us and righteousness, does not work, righteousness doesn't work for us. We look for light, but all is darkness. For brightness, but we all walk in deep shadows. Later on, he goes and complains and says rebellion and treachery is against God. Uh, uh, we are turning our backs on God, inciting revolt and oppression, uttering lies in our hearts, which we have conceived. So justice is driven back and righteousness stands at a distance. Do you feel like that right now? No justice, no righteousness. And then he says, truth has stumbled in the streets. Today we don't know the truth, we only know facts. We know longer have news we only have views because truth has fallen but yet in the middle of all this god says it's time to rise up arise and shine for your light has come god's saying this is the time right now is your time as a church as an individual to rise up in the middle of darkness hallelujah you know, there's an amazing scripture. Uh, it's not in the text I've given you to the media team. I'm sorry. But the Lord awakened me this morning. And, 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 and from Luke chapter 11, yeah, he's, it says that he says, Your eye, in verse 34, your eye is the lamp of your body. It doesn't matter how dark is around you, darkness is around you. He said, your eyes... Uh, is the light of your body, the lamp of your body. And then he says, when your eyes are healthy, your whole body is full of light. You can be in the most darkest place, 
But if your eyes are right, if your vision is right, what you see is right, doesn't matter. You don't have to give excuses because you have the light. And this morning my message to you as a church, as an individual, as a parent, as a family is that God has given you his eyes. And the eyes, what you see today, even as I speak, God is going to change your perspective. And as you begin to see what God sees, it's going to bring light into your context. Your whole body is going to shine, it says. <laughs> Hallelujah. It's like some of these sci-fi sci movies, you know, the light everywhere, people walking. That's what you are. It's not because of the context around you, it's because of how you see and what you see. Arise, shine, your light has come. I really believe this morning, while you listen, while you see what's around you, I pray that the Holy Spirit will open your eyes to see the unseen realm. The unseen realm. Because we are not governed by what is seen. We do not walk by faith, but we walk by sight. That's why God, when he spoke to Abraham, Abraham was discouraged. He was living inside a tent. God took him out in the book of Genesis. And, and it says that he took him out, Genesis 15, 5. And he took him outside and said, look at the sky and count the stars. Count the stars. When I was in Bible school, I had a friend of mine who, he was a scientist. You know, I, I, I failed in science in my school. I, I hated science. But I, I started to talk to him and asked him questions. And you know what he said? He said, Michael, if you really want to know God, he said, look at the stars. And he said, do you realize when you look at the stars, your eye connects with light that started millions of years ago. In fact, it took the closest star. You see, I saw a star now. No, the, that light you get that came into your eyes traveled almost five trillion miles. The closest star, the five trillion miles it took, they say, four and a half light years. So what you are seeing now in, in the stars is, it's been there for years. You think I saw a star now? No. The light that came from millions of years ago. That's what is coming to you. Hallelujah. This morning, I want you to know you are looking at the person context, but God is saying, look at the stars. Look at the light I have created for you. Look at the light that's traveled to you. Right now, for some of you, that revelation is coming like Abraham. The light is coming into your eyes. Spiritual light is coming into your light eyes. And you're going to see things differently. Hallelujah. That's why St. Paul prayed. I pray that your eyes will be open. Eyes will be open. This morning as you are listening to you. Yes, you have been surrounded by darkness. God is saying, arise, shine, for your light has come. Now, light is an amazing thing. You can have the best pair of eyes or even glasses. But if you switch all the lights off, in darkness, your, even your best pair of eyes cannot see. It's the light that causes you to see. Is that right? Without light, 
you can not have vision but jesus said i am the light of the world in second corinthians 4:18 so he says so we fix our eyes and not on what is seen but what is unseen you have the right instead of looking at those prison bars and saying all the problems all the obstacles all the negative things you can look beyond that light is coming into your eyes and say this is the right time to rise up and shine amen the glory of the lord is risen upon you hallelujah stop giving excuses stop blaming the world that you are living in it's time to realize you have the light and as you begin to change your perspective how you see things then you'll begin to shine as a light that's what you say your whole body becomes light you don't have to try to be a light i i used to think well i must be a better light jesus never said try to be a light he said you are the light of the world you are you are so this even this morning i pray that the holy spirit will bring that light into your eyes and as you begin to open and see you'll begin to shine Hallelujah. So it's time to rise up. Rise up. When Jesus met that man in the pool of Bethesda in John chapter 5, he had been there for such a long time. He said there were thousands of people around that pool, sick people, but Jesus went to one man. One man. He it said that he knew he was there for a long time. And then he went and asked him a question, a silly question actually. He had been there for many years waiting to be healed and he asked the question do you want to be well do you want why why did he ask that i always wondered i realized that this man as if you listen to his answer we realize why jesus asked the question because he was not just only paralyzed in his body he was paralyzed in his mind I know what he begins to say he never tells about the physical pain he says every time I want to do something somebody else beats me there's no one to help I believe there are people here you cannot rise up not because of your physical or financial or social condition but in your mind your mental condition you have given up you have been paralyzed by what's happening around you know Jesus never prayed for that man He never even gave his hand but he said rise up take up your bed bed and walk hallelujah this morning the word of god gives you the capacity to rise up hallelujah as you listen to the word the bible says faith comes by hearing and you're going to say i'm not going to be a victim of darkness but i am going to rise up because when i rise up it says the glory of the lord The glory of the Lord is risen upon you. Hallelujah. I believe God is raising the church up. You know, I know we have a lot of news out there, you know, we call it the fake news. Today the 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 media intentionally deliberately shuns anything about the church. Because you know why? The Bible says light shines in darkness, and the darkness hates the light. And so do not go by what the world said get to the word of god get listen to the word of god listen to god's word god's word says it's time is to rise up you can rise up 
and the glory of the Lord is risen upon you. Then it also says, darkness will cover the earth, gross darkness. I believe the light is shining the best when the darkness is the worst, isn't it? Isn't it? I was telling yesterday that, you know, to see the stars, you have to, it has to be dark, isn't it? If you say time is bad, it's dark, God is in time to see the stars. There's a destiny. The Bible talks about all things work together in Romans 8.28. To those who are, love God, those who call according to his purpose. But it gives a reason why. The reason it says the next verse. For whom he predestined, he, whom he knew before the world began. He knew about you. That's why everything works for you good. Not because he knows what's happening around you. He says those who he predestined, he knew. He called, he chose them, he justified, he glorified. And that's why everything works for us. Even the evil, which Joseph said, you intended for evil. There are people intending evil to you. There's a Satan enemy intending plans. But God is able to turn it for good. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I believe the darkest time is to rise. In our country, in Sri Lanka, we had many years of darkness. Still the darkness is there. In 2019, on the Easter Sunday, the ISIS from, from Iraq, some people who were training in, in, in Syria, about six of them, suicide bombers, they walked into three churches and some hotels and they blasted themselves. And, and that's that Easter morning, our country plunged into darkness because over 300 people died, innocent people, children, as they exploded these bombs in three, two Catholic churches and one Pentecostal church and, and then two other hotels. They want to wreck the economy of the country and also destroy the unity and the peace in the land. And suddenly, just overnight that morning, whole country plunged into darkness and everything came to a halt. Fear gripped our nation so much for almost two months they refused to open the school. They said, children, there are children, you know, they, there are more, there are 30 odd bombers, in the suicide bombers in the country and, and so they shut the schools down, they shut the economy, shut the any, any public, any more than five people, they shut everything down. So they could not run, run a business, no hotels. Everything was shut down. And so they said to us, you cannot run church because we cannot provide security. And so they shut down all our churches, first Sunday after Easter. But I called our leaders and I said, you know, the Holy Spirit spoke to us and said, we cannot allow darkness to decide our future. Amen. And the Holy Spirit very clearly spoke to me and said, these 300 people, most of them were Christians who died. They did not die in an accident. They did not die in a bomb. They died in the house of God. They gave their life for God, for their faith. Number two, God said, they died for their faith. And number three, God said, they died when they were worshiping. And you cannot stop my worship. You cannot stop, shut the house of God. 
You cannot stop your faith. It's time to rise up. Hallelujah. And so I called all our pastors and I had a meeting and I said, we are not going to stop. Next Sunday, we are going to open church. They said, the police said we can't give security. I said, okay, we will provide our own security. So I trained all our pastors and our leaders how to, how to have security. We didn't have guns, of course, like in America. But I showed them how everybody coming, you do a body check like in the airport, you know. I trained them, you know, how to detect a gun, how to detect a knife, how to detect any explosives. Just by, you know, touching and screening the people. And we started church next Sunday. We started worship again. Hallelujah. You know, they said we can't bring children because it's okay. The adults come. And so we got them to come and worship. And as we began to worship, do you know what the Bible says? Our security is in worship. Not stopping worship. God Almighty dwells in the midst of praise and worship. I said, we are going to change the atmosphere of our nation. Not by security, but by worship. Arise and shine. Your light has come. And the glory of the Lord is risen upon it. So we were the first churches to start. The Roman Catholic Church stopped for two months. They did not have mass for two months. But we said, we are going to start. Hallelujah. Darkness is not an excuse for us to rise up. But the light comes when you begin to change your perspective. Your eye is right and your whole body is light. Amen. I believe this morning the Holy Spirit is bringing light into your eyes and to see this is a time to rise up. Amen. And one of the things I told them is that that time, the Muslim people in our country, they were very fearful. They thought Christians might retaliate and attack them. And they were very fearful. I told all our pastors, I want you to call all the Muslim, the, the mosques, the mullahs or the priests and go and meet them personally. And tell them, although this happened, this was done by Muslims against us, but we don't, we're not against you. We love you. And some of them were fearful. He said, I've, I went and told them, we, if you want protection, come to our church. We'll protect you. <laughs> yeah, because they come and they burn the mosque sometimes. And some people are trying to do that in the name of Christianity. But, you know, they were anti-Muslim, so they want to use that. So I called the mosque in my city and I went to meet the, 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 uh, the, the mullah. And he was very fearful when I called. About three times I called. He said, I'll let you know. So eventually he said, come on a Sunday. I, after church I went and I went to his office and then with two others and I sat and so he called his leaders together. I said, I come here to tell you that although, you know, we Christians were killed by radical Muslims, we, we are not against you. We love you. Jesus told us to love those who hurt us, those, those, those who are against you. And I said, anytime you have an issue, if you feel threatened, our church is open come any time. You know, in the time of riots, you know, most people in the war, uh, there's a lot to say, but in the time of riots, when the ethnic groups fight, you know, the Buddhists can't go to a Hindu temple, Hindus can't go to a Buddhist temple, but they all come to a Christian church. And we have protected hundreds and hundreds of people from riots. Because it's a place of refuge. Amen. So I told this priest, I said, look, he was so touched. 
And you know what he said? I want you to tell what you are saying to our people. I didn't know that they had a meeting in the mosque. He opened the door, and in the mosque there were about 100 people praying. And he said, please come here. I said, no, I didn't come to speak to them. I came to you. He said, no, please. He took me in with my other two brothers in front of these 100 people for the first time. I preached the gospel to the Muslim people in the mosque. <laughs> Hallelujah. So after I spoke, he said, speak some more. Speak some more. You see, I believe it's time to rise up. Do not curse the darkness as the old, old saying, but become, become the light. Amen. Sadly, today, the church is cursing the darkness. But I believe God has called us to rise and shine. Hallelujah. The light has come and the glory of the Lord is risen upon you. When you make a decision to rise up, God's glory will come. Don't wait for the glory to come. God's glory only will come when you make a decision. We are going to rise up for Jesus. Hallelujah. Maybe wherever you are working... Maybe wherever you are placed, not inside the church. We don't need light inside the church, okay? Okay? Next time you have a power failure, if all comes with a candle to the church, it doesn't mean anything. I don't know whether you have power failures here. You have blackout? No, you don't have. In our country, every other day there'll be a blackout. And so what happens when the blackout comes? We light a candle. We don't bring the light to the candle to the church. And say, hey, we have a big light here inside. No, that light is useful right there in the darkness. Hallelujah. Some people come and tell me, Pastor, can you get us a job in a Christian organization? I said, why? They said, no, it's difficult out there. I said, you know, we Christian organizations already have the light. We don't need light in there. Amen? We need the light out there in the school, in the dark place. But listen, you don't have to have protests. You don't have to make big things. Just begin to change how you see. Your eye is the light of the body. This morning as you begin to see how God sees, then you begin to shine. Your whole body is light, the Bible says. You don't, you don't have to attract people. Light always attracts. Light, when you go out, if it's all darkness, one small candle... Your eyes will immediately attract, get attracted to that. And that's how God's going to raise you up. Amen? Yes. You don't have to advertise. You don't have to have all the likes in the Facebook. But be the light. Not the likes, but be the light. I want you to stand this morning. I believe the Holy Spirit wants to change. In the book of Revelation, God said to a church, Take this eye slab or the eye ointment. And you're going to see differently. See differently. Amen. Are you a victim of the bars in the prison? Or can you see the light outside? Can you see the beautiful sky? Can you see God's glory shining upon the earth? Hallelujah. It's a matter of choice what you want to see. But I pray this morning God has brought you here because you are the light. Amen. But as you begin to see from the Holy Spirit, different perspective, God's going to change. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah.
Hallelujah. I really want to, uh, the young lady at the back there, I want you to come down later. I want to pray. I know there's no time, but yeah, you, yeah, I just want to pray for you. God has placed you in a place of influence. And you have been influenced by the darkness, but God is saying, I'm going to use you. Don't question why you are there. Begin to say, I am here. If I am here, the presence of God is here. Amen. And there are many people here, you, you, you have been giving excuses and looking for ways of escape. But God is saying, it's time to rise. Time to rise. Will you lift your hands and begin to worship the Lord. Father, I release your anointing. I thank you, Lord, that your light will shine. You are a God of revelation. Lord, you are a God of revelation. You, and I think you are the light. In the beginning, Lord, you are the light. You said, I am the light of the world. You said, let there be light. Right now, I speak that. Lord, into the eyes of people, how they see will be different now. Lord, let the light become the lamp of their body, Lord. Hallelujah. The eyes. Father, I release that anointing. Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, I release that anointing. Hallelujah. Your presence is here. Your presence is here, Lord. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. We worship you, Lord. We give you glory and honor, Lord. We thank you for what you're doing right now in this house. The light shine. Arise and shine. And the glory of the Lord is risen upon thee. And the nation shall come to your light. And the kings to the, to the lighting of, the, of your light. Kings shall be attracted to you. Father, I pray this morning by your Holy Spirit. Bring hope and light to the hearts of people. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. I release your presence. I release your presence. Open the eyes. Be open. And I say, rise up and walk in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. I want to get the worship team to come, if you can. Um, amen. Isn't God good? You know, the Bible says, uh, well, let's sing, worthy is your, your prayer. Um, you know, the Bible says, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth, and darkness covered the earth. And if it just stopped there, it would be an awful verse. But it says, and the Spirit of God was hovering. The Spirit of God was hovering. Even in the darkness, the Spirit of God is hovering. And then, and then the Bible says, And God said, Let there be light. And suddenly the darkness was gone. Are we going to be agents who, of darkness or agents of light? Some people are really good at talking about the darkness, as Pastor said. Well, we're called to be agents of light. We know the darkness is dark. And we know that in the last days, the darkness is going to get darker. We do know that. But God has called us to be agents of light. It's powerful. We're going to be a light in this city, in Jesus' name. We're not just going to tell how dark the darkness is. We're going to talk about the light. We're called to be agents of light. And we come to church on a Sunday. We, we get refueled. And then we go out into the marketplace and be agents of light. Amen. Can I hear an amen? What a great word. What a great word. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Come on, let's sing together. Just love you, Jesus. Love you, Lord. Just love you, Lord God. Love you, Lord God. And so, Lord, we pray. Fill our lamps with oil. Fill our hearts with your light, Lord God. With your spirit, with your power, Lord God. 
so that we can shine in the darkness, Lord. We love you so much, Lord God. We worship you, we praise you, God. As we go from this place and we go into this week, Lord God, in whatever we're doing, Lord God, let us, let us see our environment differently, Lord. Help us to be a light in the darkness. Open our eyes, Lord God, so that we can see what you see around us. Father, help us not just to blend into the darkness, Lord, but help us to be filled with the Spirit and be agents of light, we pray. Use us for your glory. Use our hands, use our feet, use our mouth, our ears, our eyes. Use us, Lord God, so that we can be Christ wherever we are, we pray. We love you so much, God. Done so much in our hearts and lives. Use us for your glory, we pray. And this we pray and ask in Jesus' name. And all God's people said, Amen and Amen. Amen.